<laughs> We're recording. <laughs> hey, Tyla. Hi, Sally. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. A year ago today. Yep, we're getting better at this. We really switched up the order that time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, it's so funny what a big deal that stuff is to me. I'm like, oh my god, we're doing it different. We're doing it different than normal. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps you on the edge of your seat. Me or our listeners? Uh, I meant us, but yeah, also our listeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they get to play with us. Oh my gosh. How are you? I'm really good. I'm a little nauseous, but really great. We were supposed to start this a few minutes ago, and Sally texted me. She's like, I'm going to need a few minutes. I am not <laughs> feeling well. So, <laughs> Sally, I'm, I'm really glad that you're here, even though even though you aren't feeling totally up to snuff. I'm really excited, and I'm sure that by the end of it, I'm going to be fantastic. I think so, too. I'm really excited for this episode. We may need to take a break at some point, but I don't think so. I think that I'll make it through. Okay, well, if we need to take a break, you just let me know. I will. Oh, boy. So, the last time we recorded an episode was, like, how many hours ago, Sally? Mm, Like five. I don't know. Like five. Um, Yeah. Not that long. But, Sally, I want to know what's the best thing that happened to you since we last connected? Well, I'm going to say since the other last episode we recorded. Oh, I thought you meant since this morning. Oh, no. Nothing has happened since then. I took a nap. And well, I, like, nice. ate food. <laughs> Matt tried to convince me to take a nap, and I was like, I have too much to do. Wonderful. Yeah. I Yeah. So that wasn't since then. It was since our last episode. I can speak. I swear. Awesome. Um, Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this weekend was um, the birthday of a friend, the birthday celebration of a friend of Justin's, which I guess is now he's, like, a friend of mine. He's an acquaintance or whatever. Um, and he really loves surprises. So each year he plans this like really elaborate involved thing and then doesn't tell anybody what we're doing until we show up. Oh my God. For his own birthday, he surprises yeah. everyone else. Oh, yeah, it's I want to do that. It's so fun. Last year we went to some like bar, like speakeasy thing and the Griffith Observatory. And then I don't know what else they did because Justin and I left at that point. But this year we did a walking tour of downtown LA and something oh and then we went like to a couple of different bars which well I'll I'll say all the things we did first and then I'll say all the things that I loved about this and then it ended or I guess it didn't end but then there was like a meetup at like we had like food and things at somebody's apartment and I guess then they like went out but we went to see a play um but It was great because I was having kind of a weird morning and I was like not in the best mood. So part of me was like, do I even want to do this anymore? But I was very committed to having a good time and I like kept saying so. (laughs) Justin kept being like, you seem so frazzled. Like you don't have to come. That was a long thing. Sorry. Were you saying, oh my God, I guess we're going to have to edit that out. (laughs) Wait, will you say the part again about Justin saying that you were frazzled? Yes, Justin kept noticing that I was really frazzled, and he told me that I didn't have to go if I didn't want to. And did you keep saying out loud, I'm committed to having a good time? Oh, totally, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was great, because then we show up. So, like, before we even went on the tour, we, like, all met up at the apartment that we would then were at later. And there were these adorable little canteens from, like, Oriental Trading Company or whatever the hell that thing is called. With like the party supplies and it said something like let's have some more fun or something so I was like oh my god this is the day is already great and then we I like filled it up with rosé 
So fantastic start. <laughs> Already winning. And then Canteen full of rosé check. Yes, exactly. And then that's when we found out that we were going on a walking tour and I love walking tours. Oh my God, I love them. And it was starting at the Central Library, which I'd never been to in LA. And I love libraries. So I was like, <laughs> we don't have to do anything else today. This just made it the best day ever. <laughs> so that was great. Um, yeah. And then so we had a really fun day. And at the bar, one of the bars that we went to also, that was great because they were playing Selena. Oh, my God. And so while everybody was sitting outside because they have like a patio thing, I was inside in this nearly empty bar. Justin was just kind of sitting there because he was exhausted. And I was just singing and dancing to Selena, having the best time ever. <laughs> Eventually, I was like, I guess we should go outside and not be like... I was about totally to say, everyone antisocial. else at the party was outside. <laughs> well, then apparently some of them went back inside to do what I had already done. And I was like, guys, y'all are slacking because <laughs> you miss some quality Selena. Um, so, yeah, then they then they got hip to what I was doing. But hip it was fun. And then we played bingo, which I haven't played in a really long time. Did I didn't care about that part. No, I did not win. I but don't the know how birthday much I, guy, how he much won I... one of them. Uh, well, good. I mean, it's his birthday. He should win. I was going to say, I don't know how much I like bingo, but I really like it when you win and you get to go bingo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty fun. So that was a really fun day. And then we went to go see his friend in a play and that play was really good too, but that wasn't as exciting as the other things that happened. That was it. That's my story. Oh boy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Well, mine is actually since the last time we recorded, which was only five hours ago or something. (laughs) Um, But I just like I was I've been working with this client and, you know, we've been thinking that I was going to help her edit her book. But it's just like we love each other and the work feels really aligned. But it's like things weren't quite lining up timing wise. And then I was kind of being like, why has it taken us so long to connect? And then we got on the phone today and I was like, oh, Oh, I see what's going on here. It's taking us so long to connect because I forget. Did I talk on the podcast about, ah, oh, all this is going to air out of order. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> anyway, when okay. I was home, I was home recently and, um, I was helping my mom put together some content for a workshop she was teaching. And it was just this really magical experience. And I, I was like, oh, this is part of what I'm meant to do here on earth is like, help people bring their creations into a place of flow. And so I got on the phone with this client this afternoon and she was basically like, I want you to help me create. And then I was like, Oh my God, it's creation support. Mm-hmm. Like so going to be a huge part of my business. I haven't known what to call it. So I feel like I received that insight today about what I can call it for now. I don't know if that's the wording that's going to stick, but mm-hmm. oh, it feels, you know, I know, you know, Sally, and I know we probably talked about it on our podcast with Amber, but it's like when you are an intuitive and you're building your business intuitively, it's like you only sometimes receive little pieces of it at a time. And it's like Mm -hmm. this big unfolding. So every time I receive a new piece of insight into what my business is going to be, it just feels so big and exciting. And Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so So if anybody out there needs support around something that they're creating, go hit me up on my website. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm just now starting to do it. So I'll give you a good rate while I figure out (laughs) what the hell this means. (laughs) And Tyla's awesome. Yes, I am. So you should pay her to do things because it's really great. 
It's true. I, when I was working with my mom, it was so funny because it was like every word that was coming out of my mouth, I would say something and I'd be like, this is brilliant. And I was just like <laughs> on this roll and I kept being like, this is brilliant. <laughs> and it was, it was true. It was like I hit this stride um, when we were working on her, on her workshop content. And I was just mm-hmm. like, this is, this is how it's supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. <sighs> Me too. It was really good. So fun. Oh, you know what else is fun? Our episode. Celebrating. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Like I was trying to figure out what you were going to (laughs) say. Close, close, Sally. Um, So this is a celebration episode. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that I wanted to tell everyone kind of how this episode came to be. Great. Um, So after our first 10 episodes, we... We didn't, we had a guest who canceled and we didn't have anybody lined up and we were really scrambling and it wasn't coming together. So we were like, let's just take a break. Like, let's have a quick little week where we just like take a breather and we'll get back to regular programming next week. And so when we were coming up on our 20th episode, Sally asked, should we take a break after episode 20? And I was like, no, I don't want to because we're so far ahead of schedule. We have episodes taped. Um, why would we not release them? Um, but Sally said that she felt like it was important and she didn't know why. So we both kind of sat with it. And she shared with me that taking a break would something that she would like to turn from feeling like something that we do when we're in a bind to something that we do when in a way that feels spacious and expansive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I said, oh, my God, what if we had an episode that was just dedicated to celebration. And we asked for reflections from our former guests and, you know, we could reflect. And then Sally called me a genius. <laughs> and that was like the first time in the whole course of this podcast that she's called me a genius. I call her. Oh, a genius I didn't know that all the time. Yeah. I freaked out when you were like, you're a genius. I was like, yes, I finally had an idea that Sally thinks is genius because I tell you you're a genius constantly. Well, I didn't. I didn't know I was so stingy with the geniuses. I mean, we have a podcast because you had an idea. I know, I know. But like when you say it, it really, really matters. You know, I was like, yes. (laughs) Well, this is great. That adds a really fun layer to it that I didn't know was there. Yeah, that's why I wanted to to share this story. So, so we're having this episode because of my genius idea. (laughs) (laughs) to have an episode dedicated to celebration. Yeah, which is great because I love celebrating. I love any excuse to celebrate. I turn very small things into celebration. So why not actually celebrate what we've been accomplishing? Yeah, and it's gorgeous for me because celebration is an energy that I have felt um, in the past. I have felt challenged to bring into my life and to Mm -hmm. embody. Um, Even when I have really big things happening in the past, I've had trouble celebrating them. And I've been focusing energy on celebrating more and more smaller and smaller things because it really does feel so good. Mm -hmm. So it's really amazing to have this opportunity to celebrate. Yay! So we're going to reflect. We're going to hear from some of, well, not most of our guests that we've ever had on um, have sent us in some reflections that we're going to share and we have things that only one of us has read, so we're going to mm-hmm. share them now with each other. And so you'll get to hear our, like, real-time reactions to these things, which we thought was fun. Yeah, because we like surprises also. We like surprises. 
So this is great. It's like all of our favorite things in one episode of a podcast. Oh my god, I'm so excited. All right, well, so how should we start, Sally? Um, well, did you want to talk about, like, reflecting back on just creating the podcast? Is that a thing that you feel good about sharing? You sure, mentioned sure. that before. Yeah, so I, it's so funny, I was like, I didn't know where to start this story, but the first thing that comes up is that I want to say that, like, a, about a year I'd say a year ago, probably still, I was like, I'm not a creative person. I don't have the capacity to create. I never feel inspired about anything. So I was doing laundry one day this spring, and I was listening to a whole bunch of podcasts, and I was thinking, you know, I want a podcast. And then I thought, oh, my God, I have an idea for a podcast. And so that in and of itself was such an exciting moment for me because it was a moment of true inspiration, and that is something that had not happened for me for quite some time years. Um, and so I told Sally and I was like, dude, I had this idea. Um, <laughs> this is so funny hearing <laughs> you say this. Also, I muted because somebody decided that it was time to mow a lawn. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but carry on and, okay. you know, we'll deal with the sound, whatever, when I actually want to talk. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I guess that's what I was going to say. And then I told great. Sally and she was like, that's a great idea. And then the next thing I knew, Sally had, like, made big moves. (laughs) Well, I, so I had wanted to start a podcast for, like, ever. And I've had a few ideas and, but, like, nothing had really, like, come together. Um, And I, something that I recent, that I realized over the weekend, actually, when we were on our walking tour, and I was with uh, Justin, I was not with Tyler. With Justin, she and, gets us confused all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking about like collaboration because we had spent like the day with Justin and his friends, and then we saw a play with like one of his friends who's an actor, and like he was talking about like wanting to collaborate with him on a project, or whatever. And so I was thinking, like, I really love collaboration, but I really love like hitting the ground running. Like, I want to start right away. I don't want just like talk about it because then in my experience up to this point, the longer that we wait until we like actually take action, then like it just doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, Um, you and I have had ideas in the past where we've been like, Oh, we should do that. Yeah. Well, and I think that in, in those instances also, I was the one who's kind of like, let's, let's do it. (laughs) Like our, and I would be like, Oh, you mean now? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But this was great. This all lined up perfectly and worked out perfectly. And so yeah, it was a lot of fun and it reminded me that I do love collaborating as long as the collaboration actually happens. Mm-hmm. Cuz I'm prepared, I'm fully prepared to collaborate. Mm-hmm. But it's like not always the right time, not always the right project. Like I'm not saying like all of those things should have happened and then they didn't and how terrible life is because of it. Like no, they didn't happen cuz they weren't supposed to and that's fine. But like this was obviously. Yeah, obviously. And I'm so thankful for you and I've already told you this, but I'll say it again because I would not have gotten this off the ground. By myself, I would have had the idea and then I would have maybe written it down somewhere <laughs> and then I probably would have forgotten about it and never mm-hmm. done this, which would be a real shame. Yeah, because we have, I mean, we're creating something really fun and magical and that was part of what I was so excited about in getting the reflections from our guests. I just saw it as an opportunity for us to recognize our guests for being really awesome, to celebrate everything that we're creating individually and as a group. And it's really clear to me, and I'm, I'm sure it is for you, although I don't know if that we talked about it explicitly, but like our success comes from 
our guests' willingness to share with us and with our listeners. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those exciting moments of like, oh my God, we had a day of crazy downloads. This is amazing. Like that comes because we have guests and they open up and they're vulnerable and authentic. And it's really beautiful and it's magical to create something with you, but also with them and with our listeners and the people who share the episodes. Like it's all this really magical collaborative thing. Yeah, I want to tell the story quickly of that day where, well, there was a point in the creation of this podcast where I was feeling really frustrated that our audience wasn't growing more quickly. And I spoke with my friend Meredith, Meredith from episode four, and I was kind of like, you know, how do I shift this? I This doesn't feel good. And I'm clear that this energy is not serving the podcast. So like, how do I shift this? And she was like, well, what if you just focus on being really grateful for all the listeners that you already have for a few days and see what happens? And I did that. And a whole bunch of magical stuff happened. I can't remember all of it, but it was like all these little things kept happening. Mm-hmm. And then I was on the phone with my mom and I wanted to share with her how many total downloads we had had. And at that point it was around 4,000 or something. And so I didn't look at our downloads on a daily basis by any means. And I, I got on and I was logging in. I was like literally on the phone with my mom. And I was like, mom, we have, oh my God. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, we've had over 800 downloads in the last 24 hours. <laughs> and I was convinced it was a mistake. Yeah. Tyler was like, can you contact Cast and see what, if there's a problem? I was like, there's been a mistake. There's no way that number is real. But then the number kept climbing and we had over a thousand downloads in less than 48 hours. And up to that point in four months, we'd only had about 4,000 downloads. So I was freaking out. It was um, great. It was really exciting. I do feel like energetically part of that really had to do with the shift I was able to make from like feeling kind of a scarcity energy around the number of people listening to shifting into really feeling gratitude for the number of people listening. I mean, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. say that that stuff works if you want to talk about <laughs> law of attraction and I, <laughs> they I say it to works. believe that it's true. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I agree with all of that. And I think it's just been, I've just loved everything about how we've been able to, relate to the podcast and our listeners and each other in these really like fun ways and just like trying something out. And if it doesn't feel good, then trying something else out. Like it's as simple as that. If it doesn't feel good, why keep doing it? What's something that we've tried out that hasn't felt good, Sally? Um, well, we tried out an interview format. Oh, yeah. That apparently did not work. (laughs) It's so funny. Sally and I recently went back and re-listened to all the episodes or most of the episodes. I have a couple more. Um, But we were making show notes to go up on the website, which if you haven't checked out, you should because it's gorgeous. It's great. Um, And I was listening to the first couple of episodes and I was like, these are what we wanted the podcast to be when it was just me and Sally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like the second we introduced a third person, we, we were in this like interview format, this like question and answer format and it was awkward and you could tell it felt a little uncomfortable for the guest. And mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. funny cause we had it. And then as, as soon as we introduced the element of a third person, <laughs> it totally went away. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then after that we, and there were some things we caught right away, like, like sharing our commitments with each intentions with each other. Eventually we did it with the guest also. So there were things that were like shifting as we went along. 
too, that I think really helped. Yeah. I think it's really gorgeous that talk about intentions and commitments. Um, Sally and I write, I call them intentions and she calls them commitments and we write them before each recording session. And when we started, we would get on and we would share them privately with one another. Um, and then when we had Erica on, what episode was that? 10? It was like seven. Uh huh. When we had Erica on to talk about the anniversary of her brother's death, it felt really appropriate to include her in sharing our intentions because that was such a tender, tender topic. And it seemed to really mean a lot to her. And so from that point forward, we have shared our intentions with every guest. And that has been really fun just to see how people respond. And people are usually, I don't know, Sally, how would you describe it? I feel like our guests are usually surprised and feel Mm -hmm. honored. Yeah, I would say I would use the word honor for sure. And it makes them feel like we're actually like in invested in this. I would say, I guess we've never actually asked for, for feedback, but, but that's what I would assume. <laughs> We're just assuming this is how these people feel. So. Guests, performer guests, you feel free to write in, <laughs> send us an email, let us know. We didn't ask that in our reflection request, but oh, let us gosh. know if you want to know, or if you want us to know how you felt about us sharing our well, intentions. Speaking of commitments. reflections. Yes. Can we do a couple? Can we start? Because yes, I didn't actually... I didn't think of this, but I was our first guest for episodes one and two. And can I, can I reflect? Sure. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and um, then I'll do Meredith and Erica since we already talked about them. Okay, great. So it was so interesting because in coming on the podcast, that first episode about losing my job was so tender and vulnerable for me. And it's so funny because listening back to it, I'm so aware of how respectful of the other people involved I was trying to be. And you can really hear it when you listen. It's very interesting because you can tell I'm being very careful about what I say. And when I re-listened to it most recently, just in the last month, I realized maybe for the first time that the way I shared it on the podcast is so true to my experience. And... And for the first time on that, <clears throat> on that re-listen, I felt so much compassion for myself, not mm. only for the person that I was a year ago when I was going through that, but also for who I was the day we taped the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, it was one of the first times that I've really understood in a bigger sense what it means to really have compassion for yourself and the things that you've gone through and, and re-listening to it, it just helped me realize that I did the absolute best that I could mm. with what I had at the time. Mm-hmm. So that was so gorgeous for me to realize that. And I think it's also really helped me in my day-to-day life because now it's much easier when I tell myself you're doing the best that you can with what you've mm-hmm. got. It's so much easier to believe that that's true. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's yeah. great. And actually, Meredith speaks to something similar to that. What so did Meredith have to Oh, well, let me share. Should we yeah, go Yeah, you order? can keep sharing. No, I don't think we should go in order. Okay, I just or, want to make sure we don't forget anybody. No, no. I don't think we'll forget anybody. And if anything, we can take a pause and count through all the people. <laughs> <laughs> Edit right. it out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay, 
And just to reiterate, I think pretty much anything that one of us is reading, the other one hasn't heard before. So yeah. if I like freak out or something, I just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's a funny like disclaimer. You know, it's just like if I like s- squeal in the middle of it, it's just because I'm excited and I haven't heard this before and I love Meredith. So yeah, Meredith, before I even share what she wrote, I just love that she was one of our first guests and also is clearly one of our biggest fans. She's amazing. I love her so much. Meredith, also, I love you. Her episode is the most downloaded episode yes, of all time. It, it has is. almost 700 downloads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, which is great. Amazing. Meredith, you rock. Mom. Yeah, so true. And so this is for any for new listeners. This is episode four that Meredith, Meredith is on. I'll just like save it in episode numbers as I go. Anyway, so she says, not only did I feel really honored to be on the show, but I also truly appreciated the opportunity for reflection. One thing that came up during the show is how hard my ego can be on me. It doubts my capability to show up and add value. It questions how people will respond. Basically, it tries to keep me safe and away from any type of criticism from myself or others. So the podcast was one of those times where I really put myself out there, despite what my ego had to say about it. And you know what? Listening back, I really, really liked me, which I love that she says that, (laughs) which is huge. Um, A year ago, I would have listened to myself and my ego would have been appalled by something and it would have totally regretted me choosing to show up, but it didn't. I was so proud of the sense of honesty and vulnerability I came in with. I was proud of the way I sounded. I really liked me. (laughs) Yay (laughs) for (laughs) self-love and self-worth. Yay! (laughs) So then she says, one of the questions y'all asked me was whether or not my shameful self-talk has shifted as I move down my journey of self-discovery and spirituality. And if I recall correctly, I think I said not really, that I almost see it as normal. Like if that self-talk doesn't show up, then I am holding back. I am playing small. But after this experience of actually liking myself while I listened back is kind of shifting that answer for me. I am not sure if that self-talk will totally shift into a naturally positive and totally supportive voice. But that experience is proof that it is shifting, which is pretty exciting. So that's like the main thing. And then... Some, a couple of updates that she shared with us Yay, for updates. our listeners. She launched her website, which oh, is gorgeous. gorgeous. I love it. We'll put a um, link in the show notes. Yes, totally. Definitely check it out. She plugs that she has a free online workshop about anxiety and presence that she would love any of you who feel called to join. So we'll definitely link to that. She's leading the next round of her online program. He's in peace and presence. Peace and present. Pres- I can... <laughs> I can say those words. Peace and presence. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this was a really, this was maybe my, one of my favorite parts of her update. She said that for a hot second, she almost got a job as a pharmacist uh, because she, she loves, she says, I love Elizabeth Gilbert's discussion on the differences between a hobby, job, career, and vocation. And this is from Big Magic. And she's also, I think, talked about it on Magic Lessons, maybe. So basically a hobby you do for fun, a job you make money, a career is a progress in a job, a vocation is a calling. Mm. So she wanted a job to better fund her vocation. So for a little bit, she considered getting a job as a pharmacist, but then ultimately decided on a more fun and flexible job. But she she found it amusing in the context of our episode. And then she said that she loves us. Meredith, (laughs) if you're in trouble, then I don't already know that about you, (laughs) if you're listening to this. Which she... It probably is. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. So that's Meredith's share. I really liked hers. 
So yeah, lovely. Really good. Yay. Thanks, Meredith, for being awesome. What's next? Erica from episode seven. And as um, Tyler already said, oh, so we didn't say what Meredith's episode was about. Briefly, it was graduating from pharmacy school and knowing that she didn't want to be a pharmacist. And Erica's episode, episode seven, as Tyler said earlier, was um, the 10 year anniversary of her brother's death. So she says, thank you again for the opportunity to share my story with you and your listeners. I hope I was able to say something that encouraged or comforted someone dealing with an aching heart or perhaps a seemingly broken spirit. I have received some great feedback from those who have listened to the podcast, particularly those who have experienced the loss of a love, loved one. One of my friends who lost her sister a couple of years ago remarked that she did not know Kyle had visited me. She had experienced the same thing when her sister passed away. Others enjoyed the stories that I shared about the relationship that Kyle and I enjoyed. One of pure love, admiration, and respect. I might cry. <laughs> I cried when I got it. <laughs> I got the email. Probably the most touching feedback that I received was from my mother. She thought I did a good job answering some tough questions with, with heartfelt sincerity. Means a lot coming from an amazing woman who I know, despite the smiles, positive spirit, and unending words of encouragement, wakes up each day with a broken heart and a void that will never be filled. I said during the podcast that at one point I thought I would never smile again, but that time is now a distant memory. Tears have been replaced with purpose and a greater appreciation appreciation for how I live my life. So I love that one too. I guess Boy. I kind of love all of them. <laughs> yeah, they're all, I mean, they're all amazing. <sighs> I love it. Oh my gosh. I love now you so what? much, Erica. You rock. You rock, Erica. And Erica's mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big hug to Erica's mom. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Now what do you want to do? We can keep know. sharing these. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to share the reflection that I received from my mom, who was our first guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, you know, those first few episodes where we were doing an interview kind of format were a little uncomfortable. And I feel excited to have her back on in the future for a different episode because I think that we've gotten so much better at this and she did share with me while I was home that it was kind of uncomfortable for her Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I think more so than she told us at the time Mm -hmm. so mom thanks so much for bearing with us while we have been getting our footing and we can't wait to have you back on yeah Um, so now I'm gonna share what she wrote it's kind of long but it's really good I loved the experience of being on a year ago today. I listened to my episode again recently, and I thought about how much sharing it with you and answering your questions heightened my own awareness of the power in the journey that I've made. It also opened me up to receiving more from the feedback that I received from others. Some of it was very positive. Some listeners seemed triggered. Others seemed neutral. I definitely would not have been on target if I'd made predictions on how the people who are close to me would respond to hearing it. Mm. It was fascinating. It was particularly gratifying to know that sharing my experience had touched others and shifted something in their lives. The feeling of being part of something bigger and creating those loving ripples is amazing. Mm. Isn't that gorgeous? I love it. And then she has some updates. Much has unfolded since then. I graduated from the CREM program in June. So her episode was about investing in the CREM program, which I also did. Episodes two and three are about that. It was a pretty big $20,000 investment. So it was a big deal for both of us. 
Um, so she says the graduation was bittersweet. That same weekend, I made what was for me a huge decision to accept my brother's offer to buy out my portion of our family holdings in the ranch homesteaded by our great-grandparents and in the Angus Cattle Company created by my granddad. Mm. I had begun a major physical purge of my home in January and February, and the process of letting go of the accumulation of 50 years left me feeling so much lighter, and I realized it was time to release myself from the financial hold of the land and the company as well. Knowing it's time to let go is so much easier than actually doing it, but the feeling Mm. of expansion and possibility excites me. Yay! She says, my business has also shifted from one-up body work to reaching out to a larger audience. I'm teaching Reiki classes and workshops with other energy work modalities. I'm creating and facilitating women's healing circles and working as an intuitive coach slash guide. She can't decide on the wording either. (laughs) (laughs) Supporting other women and deepening their intuition. I'm ready to do more writing and speaking, opening up to so many possibilities. Most importantly, I'm happier and more at home in my own skin, more open and curious, kinder and gentler with myself, and she says in parentheses, most of the time. (laughs) I'm excited about traveling and giving back. I want to send out more ripples of joy and love in this world by working with kids. I've been asked when I'll be doing energy workshops just for them. I'm excited to play. Above all, I'm incorporating play into every aspect of my life. I feel like I've finally learned that if it isn't fun, I need to do it differently. Like a child, my work is play, my teaching is play, my learning is play, and play brings back the magic. Uh, On that note, it's past time for a new dog in my life, so I'm looking <laughs> now. <laughs> then she says, check the show notes in two to three weeks for a website. So she's got a website in the works. I love it. This is great. Yeah. Ugh, so excited about all this magic. Everybody's doing so much magic. Yeah. Oh, I have another piece of feedback that would be appropriate to share right this moment. Wonderful. So this is from one of our listeners who happens to be a very dear friend of mine. And she and I have only been friends for about like three and a half or four months. So it's, it's interesting, but the podcast has been a large part of our friendship. So because of that, I asked her if she would reflect what's her favorite episode. And uh, her name's Jonna. And she says, Hi, Jonna. Hi, Jonna. <laughs> we love you. Um, she says, there are so many amazing episodes and so many poignant awarenesses shared that it's hard to write any sort of concise feedback. If I had to choose a favorite episode, it would be episode two. Listening to Tyla talk about the energetic transition she made when deciding to invest in herself truly moved me. In the past, I would be the first person to respect that as, quote, someone else's choice. Mm -hmm. But that method of self-investment was, quote, not for me. Exploring and feeling my emotions was not for me. Release was not for me. But hearing Tyla talk about joining the creme, I realized that I too wanted to love myself that much and that I actually had the capacity to do so. This podcast has changed my life in so many ways. Thank you, Sally and Tyla. Thank you, truly. Oh, man. I love it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great reaction. (laughs) All the feels. I know. I love it so much. Something that was fun that happened last week that could have easily been the best thing that happened to me was that I got a shout out on one of my favorite podcasts. Oh, yeah. So I got a shout out on the Felicity podcast called Dear Sally. I had emailed them a while back and they read it on a recent episode, my email, and then they like... I'm not entirely sure why they brought me back up again. <laughs> I've got to say, 
So that's why part of why it was like such a pleasant surprise because I was like within a minute they were talking about me and I was like, this is great. I'm like a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, except that they, they were talking about us and about the podcast and they couldn't re- remember yeah, the name of the podcast. she didn't remember the name of the podcast. <laughs> so it's like being a celebrity. Like... Well, maybe that makes it more like being a celebrity because you're not like Kim Kardashian, you know, that woman from that sex tape. <laughs> you just talk about Kim. Yeah, maybe. So it's like that. This is know. what I'm going to tell myself. When I was listening to it, I was like, say the name of the podcast. Say the name of the podcast. <laughs> they couldn't remember the name of the podcast, but whatever. They were talking about the podcast. And then I I was just so excited about it that then I tweeted at them and was like, oh, my God, Jamie, I hope that you picked a good episode to listen to. Well, and she did. She, she picked did. She picked 13, episode 13. Which was Laurel. Yes. Which is which has really been a fan a favorite. A fan favorite. Yeah. I told uh-huh. Laurel this. Um, it was really, it made my heart happy to be able to tell her that because I, I felt like maybe, or, well, I'll read you her reflection and then. Okay. Before you do that, I want to share, we have, um, such a special place in our heart for my boyfriend's cousin, David. He has listened to every episode of the podcast. I swear, like, I don't know if he just waits for it to come out and then just like presses play the second it's available. (laughs) But it's like, it will have been out like an hour and a half and he'll be messaging me to be like, great episode. (laughs) And his encouragement has meant so much to us. And the one time that that didn't happen, I remember being like, oh my God, like Dave didn't like the episode this week or he didn't listen. Um, Turns out that he had just been busy, which is fine. Dave, if you're listening to that, you just listen whenever you want to listen. But I I had a little panic. Um, So we asked Dave if he would share with us what his favorite episode had been. And he he also chose episode 13. Um, He said that it was his favorite because he works for a nonprofit organization called HeartShare Human Services of New York, and they deal with individuals with developmental disability. And he was saying how Bell's palsy is a really tough diagnosis to deal with, and it was such an interesting topic and episode for him to listen to because of that part of his life. Um, and then he says, I mean, all the episodes have been interesting, <laughs> but that one stuck out the most. So, I love that. I know. Oh, Dave. I love you, Dave. You're the bomb. So this is Laurel's share. She said, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I was very nervous to speak about something so vulnerable and personal, but it ended up being a healing experience for me. Even right after it aired, I was still hesitant to share the link on my Facebook wall. I kept hiding from my timeline, then showing showing on my timeline. I finally had it show on my timeline because having Bell's palsy should not be something I am ashamed of. I continuously get a lot of positive feedback, which makes me feel extremely proud. Coming on the podcast has reaffirmed that my Bell's palsy is a gift, not a setback. Thank you so, 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 so much. And so then that's when I told her that I'm really glad that she shared this and that she shared it on her timeline because it's a fan favorite. And she replied, that's so amazing. I can't believe it. And it makes me feel so happy. Oh, wow. I had no idea that she had that kind of internal struggle about whether or not to share her episode. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of our, um, not a lot, I think a few of our guests have had that experience. And it's been really interesting because, you know, we're pretty clear that we don't want to tiptoe around things and that Mm -hmm. we want to be honest and open. And if I, we've said to guests, you know, if you can't come on and be honest and open, then this is not the platform for you. And we want to have your story and we want to explore with you. 
but we're not interested in leaving out the pieces that are uncomfortable to talk about. Mm -hmm. And so I do know that a couple of our guests have had that experience of not being sure if they wanted to share with the people who quote unquote know them. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. And that makes me, that makes me say, do you want to, I mean, I know Katie was one of those people who it took her a while to to open up to sharing her podcast with with people in her life. So did she send in a reflection? She did send in a reflection. I would love to hear Um, hers. So part of what we did was uh, when we reached out to to our guests was we prompted them with some questions like, did you share the, the episode? Did you get feedback? What was the experience like for you? That sort of thing. So she starts by replying specifically to sharing the episode. She said, I did share the episode with my close friends. Most people who listened offered their support and were really loving in response. That like my storytelling was good and they're proud of who I am, which was incredible to hear. One friend told me he was motivated to live less passively as a result, which I think is the most gorgeous reflection. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big deal. (laughs) That's a really amazing friend who's like able to share that. Mm -hmm. Um, so she adds discussing the topic in the podcast for me felt a little like closure, or at least I can see a marked progression in where I'm at now and my ability to talk about it. Whereas even a year ago, I wouldn't have been able to articulate these feelings. So I feel like I'm ready to move on, go back to therapy and work on new issues. I love Katie's reflection in particular because it really does highlight like the difference that a year makes. Mm-hmm. which I know Meredith also touched on on her reflection, but you know, that is part of the purpose and intention of the podcast because we really do come a long way in a really short time. And sometimes we just don't give ourselves the credit for well, it. Well, if you don't take time to reflect, it's hard to see how far you've come. Yeah, totally. Well, and the other thing I want to share about Katie's episode is that someone that I know, you know, personally was telling me, about listening to Katie's episode and said that in listening to Katie's episode, which is all about deciding to go to therapy for the first time after experiencing a tragedy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, someone shared with me that listening to Katie's episode made them realize that they were ready to go to therapy for the first time. Mm. And I, I I mean, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, and I don't think that we said it on the air, but when Katie shared that she was going back to therapy, this was new. This was brand new information. <laughs> we oh, did yeah. not know. We were unaware. <laughs> um, well, and like she, she said had that actually... it was partially because of the podcast. Yeah. She so was like I've been thinking about, cause she had some, some lead time knowing that the interview was coming up and mm-hmm. she was like, you know, in preparing for this interview and in thinking about things, I've decided that maybe I'm ready to go back to therapy, which was, I felt, I felt really big for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if I'm not mistaken, she had said when she agreed to come on the podcast, like she had talked about it in past tense, like I, you know, I was in therapy. And now I feel good about like, having been to therapy. (laughs) Not like I feel great about continuing therapy. (laughs) Yeah. So that was really cool. And that's episode 15 for anybody who didn't listen to Katie's episode, which is a really good one. I don't know why, but I really want to share Kathleen's next. <laughs> well, that's because Kathleen was another one who was like waffling about <laughs> yes, <that's laughs> whether true. or not she wanted to share the episode. So yeah, let's hear what Kathleen has to say. I loved that episode so much. It was so fun. It was a really great episode. That's episode 12. And she was, the anniversary we were celebrating was 
her third wedding to her husband. (laughs) And so she took a different approach. She basically just responded individually to each of the questions that were in that original email. I love her so much. (laughs) It was great. So what was the experience of of reflecting with us like? She said, most significantly, it sparked up an important conversation with my husband and I. The nature of our first marriage and leading up to our third was a little unorthodox. What what allowed him to feel comfortable with me sharing our experience in such a public way is his pride in our relationship and where we have come from as a couple, which is like the coolest thing to hear from your husband. Yeah. Uh, Sharing on air was very zen. I felt relaxed and open to the questions that Tyler and Sally were asking me, and I felt really invested in the group participation of it. I enjoyed getting Tyler and Sally's perspective on my experience, and my favorite part was hearing how that spoke to relationships and events in their own lives. And since then, uh, Danny has told more family members about their multiple weddings. <laughs> so their, he, first, their first marriage was a secret from their family for anyone yes. who hasn't listened to the episode. He told his older sister, with whom he is extremely close, I know that this is a result of us revisiting and reevaluating how we would share this story through a year ago today. He also loved the podcast. I felt shy about telling friends, go listen to me on a podcast. But Danny didn't. He wanted everyone to hear it. (laughs) Just amazing. Danny. I love him so much. (laughs) Thanks, Danny. (laughs) Um, In terms of awarenesses that might have popped up, she said it definitely made me rethink sharing the full and true events of our marriage of our, of our marriages with my own parents. That's something I'm still grappling with. There's an intense fear of hurting or disappointed, disappointing your own parents, which is currently holding me back from admitting that I lied to them. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the feedback that she's gotten, which this is the last little bit, the word I hear most of, often is thoughtful. Everyone seems to think the podcast took a very thoughtful look at our experience, which is a fantastic thing to hear about events that sprang from such pure spontaneity. Mm. That is Kathleen's reflection. Well, you know, I think that Kathleen and Danny account for the downloads that we have from Ireland. (laughs) Wonderful. Wait, so while we're talking about that, Sally, do you want to hear what countries have downloaded our podcast? Yes, I do. Oh I'm my excited gosh, this to hear. It's going to be fun. So, the United States accounts for about 96% of our downloads. Great. Way to go, USA. <laughs> However, we also have downloads in. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Australia, mm-hmm. Italy, mm. Mexico, fun. Canada. They like us in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, Colombia. Oh. Russia. Oh, wow. These are... Sweden. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The UK. Awesome. Argentina. Oh, I'm like, these Latin American ones are fun. Ireland and Northern Ireland, which I guess are two different countries. <laughs> <laughs> Could have fooled me. Um, <laughs> Cayman Islands. Oh, okay, cool. Germany. Mm-hmm. China. Malaysia. Uh-huh, uh-huh. France. Oh, I love that. Iceland. Mm-hmm. Switzerland. These are fun. Spain. Uh-huh. And are you ready for the last one? Yes. Uzbekistan. Oh, hey. Hi, <laughs> Uzbekistan. How are you? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That is really fun. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <sighs> We're a very international podcast. Yeah, I think we have like one download for Uzbekistan. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, hopefully so, they listen to this episode. We yeah. give them a little shout out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to all of our international listeners. Keep listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Share it with your friends. We can become even more international. Yeah. It'll be fun to do our first, like, world tour. <laughs> Hang on. That will be fun. I'm excited about it. <sighs> all right. Good. What next? Um, I can share more reflections. Yeah, sure. <laughs> let's see. Let's see what, what what's calling me next. Let's do a short one. And now I'm passing all the long ones. Uh, let's do Jordana's. So she's episode five. And what we were talking about was she broke up with uh, her boyfriend and she who she was living with in Italy. Maybe that's our Italian listeners. Oh, maybe that is our Italian listeners. So Good call, Sally. Way to go there. And so this is what she said about her experience. Sharing my story on a year ago today helped me to see more clearly the possibility and limitlessness I've created in my life since the time of my story. And sharing the beauty of my breakup and what my former partner and I were able to create through our breakup, I was able to see how I have created similar opportunities in such complete openness, vulnerability, and surrender to the moment, exactly as it is throughout my life. My breakup was a catalyst for showing me what's possible in all situations, and sharing it on a year ago today helped me see that. So that's fun. It's a fun little... Gorgeous. Let's do... Oh, I did that one already. It's <laughs> like, this looks so familiar. <laughs> no, but this is more fun. I didn't even put the things in order in the document, so they oh. were never going to be in order. Um, <laughs> so this one's from Cindy. One of my favorite things was that I had in my follow-up email to Cindy and like maybe to a couple of other people, I had just said like, oh, you know, if if it's just a few sentences, like that's good. And then Cindy wrote like an essay. It was like the first essay that we got. (laughs) And I was like, this is amazing. That's so funny. Um, So for anyone who doesn't, who hasn't listened, Cindy uh, started a Kickstarter to raise $20,000 to fund her EP. Mm -hmm. And that is the anniversary that she came on to talk about. Yes. And it's on episode eight. So she says, doing the podcast was so much fun and it was really good for me to relive the magic of my Kickstarter campaign. As I described the experience for you both, I was literally feeling the stress and fear again in my body. And then I was able to feel the relief and exhilaration of succeeding in my body. It was really cool for me to have this body awareness. I remember that immediately after doing the podcast, I had a fear that people I referenced in the podcast would hear it and know that I was talking about them. That fear has also come up with my music, but I'm learning that I have to own all parts of my story, even those parts that make other people uncomfortable. The theme of owning my value and getting over the fear of asking for what I want has been prevalent this month. I spent the entire summer rebuilding my teaching business. She teaches singing and piano, I believe. Uh, Rebuilding my teaching business from scratch, building new clientele so that I could implement a new cashless system in the fall. I've had to face what I felt, what felt like rejection from clients who quit studying with me because I now require recurring debit credit card payments. But I'm learning that, like with the Kickstarter, all I can do is ask. Those who are willing to roll with me are my tribe. Those that are aren't are not my tribe, and that's fine. It doesn't make me a bad or unfair person if people say no. Which, like, yes, yes, girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a huge awareness. Yeah, it totally is. I love that. That was like my favorite part of her email. And she ends with, the EP is moving along slowly, but progress is being made. My newly rebranded website is now finished. Lots of new websites. Yeah. We'll link to that also. Everybody's getting their websites up. Yes. 
I love it. So yeah, and we're her... not even sponsored by Squarespace <laughs> <laughs> yet. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's Cindy's reflection. Thanks, Aww. Cindy. Thanks, Cindy. Well, what Cindy said really brings up something that is present for me, and that is the the thing that comes up. The thing that comes up in the podcast about talking about people in your life. And I mean, you had an episode about Justin Mm -hmm. and our most recent, well, I guess it won't be our most recent by the time this comes out, but episode 20 was all about my boyfriend, Matt and I, and I mean, particularly partially about our sex life. So Mm -hmm. I want to know, has anything come up from, how did Justin feel about you talking about the relationship on the podcast? He responded, I mean, better than I guess I anticipated, <laughs> although it was really adorable. He, the whole thing was really cute because first he like warned me. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to listen to the episode now. <laughs> <laughs> and he like listened to it. I think we were both home at the time. So I don't remember what we were doing, but maybe like cleaning or something. And so he was like listening to it on his head- headphones. And then, like, somewhere along the way, it was like, I'm still listening to the episode. Like, all right, great. (laughs) Really glad. But he really liked it. He thought that it was good. He just thought that it was awkward to, like, listen uh, to hear, like, to me talking about him. But he really enjoyed it, I think. And not in that episode, but some other episodes. There have been times when, like, I've said things on the podcast where he he has then come to me and said, I didn't realize that about X, Y, Z, not necessarily about him, but I remember the one that stands out was when I talked about in the episode about home, uh, when I Uh talked about how I would have stayed in Paris if it had worked out. And he was like, wow, like I didn't, I knew that you liked it there, but I didn't realize that you potentially could have lived there. So that's always fun. It's like, we're getting to know each other better through the podcast um, you know what keeps happening to me is I don't I, we have no idea who listens to this just right. I know I keep saying that but we really have no idea and um, I'm always surprised to find out who listens which mm-hmm. is one of the most fun parts of this yeah totally um, like my my friend Kate told me the other day that her little brother Brendan listens to it every week <laughs> and I was just shocked and I was also like that's the best thing I've ever heard so Brendan <laughs> if you're listening I just adore you and Hi. I love that you're listening <laughs> But what I was going to say is that because we don't know who listens and because we do share so openly, I don't know who in my life knows shit about me. And, you know, I'm like, do these people that I'm hanging out with right now know this really intimate thing or do they not? And so I it's really this interesting experience where. I sometimes worry that I'm just like repeating myself all the time. I'm like, well, because if they listen to the podcast, I don't need to be talking about this. But yeah, I don't ever want to assume. I mean, even Matt doesn't listen to every episode. So, mm-hmm. but the whole reason I brought that up is because with episode 20, Matt found out ahead of time from something I actually said in Katie's episode because he's friends with Katie. So he listened to that one. And um, he came to me and he was like, you're going to be recording a podcast episode about that conversation. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yes, I am. (laughs) And he, which I'm so thankful for, said, you know, I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. And that really caused a huge contraction inside of me because I knew how important it was for me to record that episode and share it. And we had to have some conversation around it. And what ended up happening is, you know, I said, I'm going to be as respectful 
of our privacy as I can possibly be while also still being really authentic and open. And also you can listen to the episode before we air it. And if there's anything that you're truly uncomfortable with, we can consider editing it out. But it's a really interesting negotiation, I think, when you're dating someone who is putting their life out there so publicly. Yeah. Because it doesn't just touch me, you know, it touches him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is this is a thing that I used to deal with um, when I blogged. Mm-hmm. Because I s- would often blog about my relationship and my former fiancé, like, had, was, like, was doing the whole corporate career thing. So, like, the for instance, the fact that we were in an open relationship was not a thing that was public for him. Mm-hmm. So I always had to be, like, really careful about what I said and how I said it. And that's part of why for a really long time my, like, online identity was not my real, like, it was not under my name. Uh-huh. Um, but I think that part of what happened was that once I decided to do this podcast and really any writing that I've done since then, I've just been like, this is, that's just too much. I cannot do that. It's so stressful and annoying, and I'm not a person who likes censoring myself. Yeah, it takes so much energy to censor Yeah. And I think when I listen back to episode one, that's something that I really hear, you know, because I was being so careful. Mm -hmm. I don't think that I was necessarily censoring myself, but I think maybe I was being a little bit too careful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, the cool thing is with episode 20, which is the one that was about me and Matt and our sex life partially... Uh, was that I received some, like, super gorgeous feedback from Mm -hmm. it that I was able to then share with him. And I think it meant something to him to see that me sharing our story had facilitated growth for somebody else. So I want to share that feedback, if that's okay. Yeah. So this is from my friend Gabe, and it's a friend that I know from college. And again, it was like someone that I had no idea was out there listening. So it was fun to find out he was listening, first of all. But then... We received this, like, super gorgeous message at, like, 4 a.m. on Facebook. (laughs) And anytime you receive a message at, like, 4 in the morning, you know it's going to be good. (laughs) It says, hey, it's super late, but I wanted to tell you that I'm three quarters of the way through your latest podcast. Your vulnerability is captivating. Over the last few years, I've worked so hard on improving that same energy you speak about in many facets of my life. I'm so glad to hear it verbalized in such detail. The way you describe sex as a, tran- as a transaction and how you could feel that energy off of Matt, even though he was doing wonderful things, that part gave me chills because sadly, that's how I felt things were like in my last relationship. Mm. I could let out a flood of emotion right now, but I wanted to reach out and let you know how thankful I am for you. So I thanked him and then he ended up sending me more feedback. So I'm going to, I'm going to share that too, because it's also really gorgeous. Mm. He says, I've read and listened to so much about relationships in the past couple of years. Really, a ridiculous amount of my time has been dedicated to this. (laughs) (laughs) You should listen to Alanis Morissette's podcast. (laughs) Side note. Continue. Yeah. It's really good about relationships. Yeah. He says, I haven't come across anything that touches upon what you spoke about in the manner in which you spoke about it. I also really enjoyed the part toward the end where you were taken aback at how Matt reacted to your onslaught of emotion. It was great to highlight that. Because it really is telling of the kind of man he is. I mean, mm-hmm. that's such a striking point in your relationship, how people rela- how people react in a moment that is so critical. It takes an incredible amount of discipline to stay cool, to let you rest, and to take time to take it all in, and then act void of the emotional charge of the moment. Mm. 
I love that. Yeah. I, I was just like, well, you know, if that's the only shift in awareness we ever facilitate for anyone in the whole podcast, I feel like uh, that's fine. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. that feels so big to me to help, maybe to help someone, and it's a, it, particularly to help a man realize an energy that he might be putting off that he hasn't even been aware of that his partner might be reacting to. Mm-hmm. Um, and to give him the opportunity to begin to shift that. Oh, what a gift. Yeah. I loved that episode. I told Justin to listen to it. I don't think he has yet, but I oh, did. <laughs> I'm surprised. Um, cause Justin's so supportive. I actually have a reflection from Justin too. Do you want to hear it? I want to hear it. Okay. We asked Matt and Justin to share with us what it's been like to watch this whole evolution. Justin says, I guess the best way I can describe how it's been to see the development of your podcast is that it has been an adventure. Hmm. When Sally first told me, Tyla and I are thinking about starting a podcast, I was super excited, mainly because I know how much Sally loves podcasts. (laughs) I thought the hook of your concept was really strong, but it wasn't until the joint release of the first few episodes that I realized just how great a show you've put together. It's been great seeing it come further into fruition over the weeks and to see you both reach a stronger understanding of the direction of the podcast on the whole, even if it's been emotionally taxing for you at some points. Mm -hmm. And even though I haven't heard every episode, I'm very proud of what you've accomplished. Ugh, I'm going to cry. I know. And then he thought this morning, I guess, that that we were recording this episode when we were recording the other one. He said, I hear you gearing up to interview your guests, so I don't even think this is going to be included. But hopefully you can use it in the next one or down the line. Sorry for being the worst. Sad face. No, Justin, you're not the worst. You're the best. best. (laughs) Oh, I love Justin so much. Ugh, so good. Do you want to hear Matt's reflection? Yeah, I do. I'm nervous. (laughs) It was a good one. I liked it. It has been so much fun watching this whole process. From first hearing, I think me and Sally are going to do a podcast, to watching and helping you figure out how to record something together from across the country. Thanks so much for your help, by the way, Matt. Yeah, totally invaluable. (laughs) To getting a phone call telling me that you had 900 downloads in one day. You guys are constantly excited, dedicated, and confused yet positive. (laughs) <laughs> and it's all adding up to something magical. I thought that was a very fair assessment. <laughs> that is true. We are often confused. <laughs> Yet positive. <laughs> Yet positive. Thanks, Matt, for your reflection. Oh, I love Gosh. our boyfriends. They're the best. They're so supportive. I know. It's so very good. Nice. Oh, I'm like just going to cry for the rest of this time. Great. <laughs> I love it. Does Matt have a favorite episode? Do you know? I don't know. I didn't ask him that. And I know it's interesting because I know that he listens specifically to the ones with people he knows. So Kathleen mm-hmm. and Katie and Laurel, who are all real life friends of mm-hmm. his, he's listened to those. But I don't know. I don't know. Just curious. Not to yeah. like put it on the spot. I know that Justin's is uh, the episode with Erica. Yeah. Yeah, which is an episode he helped us get. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hooray. Okay, so I'll just share a random one then. So let's do Sarah's episode 17. We talked about eight years ago at the Democratic National Convention where she saw Mm -hmm. Obama accepting the nomination. Yeah, and we really need to, even before you do that, say a special shout out to Sarah who edited the sound for the first 19 episodes of this podcast. Yes. Like, that had to be challenging when we were really still figuring out what we were doing. I mean, not that we're not still figuring it out, but... Yeah, totally. Yeah, she was really supportive, too, and gave lots of good feedback, especially in the beginning. 
Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. I love you. Thanks, Sarah. So this is what she said, which, okay, she started with, oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. As soon as I saw that, I was like, this is great. (laughs) She said, oh, boy, I don't even know where to start. For me, the experience of reflecting on an aspect of my past that was both integral and distant was really crucial in helping me integrate it. Mm -hmm. I feel more whole and more seen by myself since recording this episode. It doesn't hurt that Sally and Tyla are both super easy to talk to, and so in many ways, it felt like I got to work through something I didn't even know I really needed to work through. Through sharing, I learned more about myself, and I'm really grateful to A Year Ago Today for facilitating that. Happy 20 episodes. Aww. Yay! Yay! Ugh, I love this so much. We should, every, every episode should be a celebration episode. <laughs> I know, this is fun. <laughs> Let's see. Is there any that you're, like, curious about hearing? I can do that one next. Let's see. Since we were just talking about Sarah, who so beautifully edited our our sound for the first 19 episodes, we also need to give a quick shout-out to my friend, our friend, Pierce, who really stepped in in a moment of panic that we were having around the podcast where we um, needed something edited, you know, right right this second (laughs) (laughs) and it's so funny because he's a close friend of matt's and of course the episode that we needed edited was the (laughs) episode that's all about well not all about but a lot about our sex life and so it was like hey can you edit this and also i'm sorry this is gonna be (laughs) awkward for you um but he has been so supportive and edited a couple episodes for us and also came over to my house the other day and taught me how to edit, Mm -hmm. um, which was a big investment of his time. So uh, it's just been so amazing to be so gorgeously supported and I'm excited. I'm going to start editing the episodes for, for the time being. And I'm excited about that. And that actually brings me to another thing that I've really loved about the whole podcast is that, it has been a huge tool for facilitating my own growth, mm-hmm. not just through the conversations that we have on the show. I mean, that element is huge, but also all of the things that come up while we are like creating, producing, scheduling, promoting, like, and I don't mean like just technology glitches. I mean, the big emotional like shit that comes up when you're trying to deal with those things. Mm-hmm. And I, it's brought up things in my relationship with Sally. Mm-hmm. We've had to learn to talk to each other, I feel like, in new ways. Yeah, totally. And that's been challenging, but I think also very good. Mm-hmm. But also, like, there have been things that have come up for me that I've had to work through on an emotional level in order to be in alignment and to make the show that we want to make. And I think anytime you have something in your life that is bringing that stuff up for you, it's a huge gift. Mm-hmm. Totally. I love it. <laughs> Yay! I'm obsessed All with right, whose reflection is next? Let's read Courtney's, who also has a fan. She's also a fan favorite. She made her Broadway debut last year, and that's what she came to talk about on episode 11. And actually, Courtney gets a little extra special shout out because she sent us a reflection before we even asked for one. (laughs) She sent a reflection shortly after her episode air. (laughs) So really, that was great. And she basically just, yeah, totally. Everyone should have them on her on their podcast. She's like the kind of person who made a Broadway dance career happen while holding. (laughs) Yes, it's very true. And we do still plan on recording a bonus episode with her. And so I did want to share this was not part of her reflection. So 
well, I guess I'll find out if I'm allowed to share this. <laughs> um, and then if not, we could take it out. But she is doing some intensive study and exploration on body image and how it relates to dance and feminism. And when I read that, I was like, I'm obsessed with this. Yeah, just like be still in my heart. Yes, all of the wonderful things. So yeah, so way to go, Courtney. You rock. I'm so excited to talk to you again. So, okay, we can also edit it in post production. Yes, <laughs> also true. Because <laughs> that's me. I'm post produced. <laughs> so if the edit's bad, I'm sorry. Oh, I love you. <laughs> okay. okay. So this is what Courtney said. First of all, thank you so much for the space to reflect. My focus normally moves forward, but it was nice to think about the past two years and to be celebrated by the two of you. I cannot thank you enough and had the most incredible show that night because of the interview, which awesome. That's so cute. In reflection on our conversation, I have been thinking about what it means to be a professional dancer and why it is so painful for dancers to return to the craft when they have left. It reminds me of a recent conversation I had with my mom. I told her I was happy to be at Phantom full time, but also disappointed I could not attend certain auditions. I was missing the former freedom of my freelance life and craving the adrenaline and focus on achievement that is inherent in the constant hustle. She ignored my self-diagnosis and said, Courtney, you think you need to justify all the years of pain, work, sweat, tears, and money you spent on ballet age 2 to 17, but you don't. You've already received a return on your investment, and you received it before you even made a dime as a professional dancer. You cashed in on it when you were 17 and took those same skills you learned in dance, got yourself into Duke, and created another life for yourself. I knew she was right because I felt the back of my throat tighten. How is it that even after dancing on Broadway, it's not enough? Where does it stop? It stops when we stop measuring our internal skills, our most valuable assets, by our ability to turn these into monetary gain. Sometimes life is clear. You pay teachers to teach you to dance. You become a dancer and make money. However, it is almost never this simple. Our stories with dance are complex. Some adults will pursue the craft professionally. Others may enjoy recreational dance class. And even if a dancer chooses to never dance again, there is no need to justify all the training. It was worth it. And every dime and drop of sweat is intricately threaded into the fabric of this person. They can choose to cut and design the fabric how they want. But dance never leaves you. Wowza. Yeah. Good stuff. She's right. Yeah, she should. But we'll tell her that. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Or she'll hear it here. Courtney, you should write. <laughs> you should write. That was, that was really good. <laughs> I loved it. I don't have any appropriate words to follow that up. I'm like, yep, she said that very well. <laughs> oh, oh, good stuff. Next one is from Chantel, episode 16 where she went to... We have a lot of travel on the podcast. Yeah, we do. So she went to Scotland and had a complicated relationship with being in Scotland, I guess, is the way that I'm going to sum that up. Okay. My realization is that my share in the podcast was just that, a realization. It doesn't mean I have my burnout figured out or exactly managed. Life is the kaleidoscope, beautiful but ever-changing. Once you have the image figured out, something bumps you or you trip knocking it out of your hand and you have to re-examine the image. She's so good with analogies. <laughs> she is. Oh my God. Really. She's the best person I know with like analogy, <laughs> metaphors, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it might be more beautiful. It might be more complex. It might suck, but it is there. Oh my God. Um, and also she had, I guess I cut this part out. She had told me that she was sick and that's why she was delayed in getting her 
feedback, which she wasn't. She just thought she was. Um, but she said, being sick this week is making me realize I still struggle with making time for myself and honoring my body and giving it space to heal. I also realize that you guys are doing something so special and creative that I'm tr- that I'm too trying to find that outlet for me. Thanks again, ladies. Feel free to share this or have it just to know that you guys are making beautiful waves and ripples in the ocean that is the world. Oh. I love it. Oh my God, that's so nice. Chantal, you rock. I told you I saw her in person too and, and um, it was at a new moon circle and we were sharing kind of like our intentions and as she was sharing part of what she said was that, you know, like she said in her reflection, that being a part of this made her realize that she wants to be creating in her life and I was I mean that really moved me Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to see what you create Chantel I know Ah. it's gonna be so great I'm thrilled okay next one is from Kim one of my dearest friends and that was episode 18 we talked about when she learned that she was pregnant for the second time and then shortly thereafter her husband was laid off she says I'm so thrilled and grateful that Sally and Tyla asked me to be on the podcast. I went into the experience feeling really stuck in a personal situation and being able to talk about it with such wonderful, creative and insightful women really helped to shift my thinking. Now, when I listen to it, I almost don't recognize myself because I've come really far since then. I had no idea it would be so transformative. Right. Like a couple weeks ago. I know. And I, I actually got to hang out with her after we recorded. So I know like some more personal details, which I won't share, but it, it really was so lovely to see how she really breathed in that experience. Hmm. Um, I mean, I think that you could tell that during the actual episode, but it, it was really great for her. I, from what I could tell. Ah, I love it. I love our podcast. Okay. (laughs) I'm like having a moment. (laughs) Okay. And then our last guest share is from Amber. This one was a really interesting one. And I knew all of these pieces, or I knew some of these pieces, but hearing it all together was really interesting. And then I actually talked to her about it afterwards. So this is what she said. Well, this is interesting, actually. After we recorded the podcast, I went in to meet someone about a job which is patently not pursuing my intuitive business. And when she says after we recorded the podcast, she means later that day. Yeah. (laughs) That day. I got the job, freaked out about the job, felt better about the job, took the job. And then right after my episode of the podcast came out, lost the job because the woman who hired me saw something on my social media about my freak out. The freak out (gasps) of feelings that ironically was what allowed me to get excited about the job in the first place. Oh my Um, God. Yes. So it was really interesting to like hear all of this. And from what I know as of, well, as of this recording, she did, she like went back and forth a couple of times with a woman to just kind of be like, look, like I freaked out. Yeah. I panicked. I was, but that had nothing to do with you. Like it was a trigger, like that kind of thing. But then it just still, it didn't work out. She didn't end up like starting that job. So she's like in an interesting place because she's not really sure how she's moving forward. And then I was like, girl, I feel you. <laughs> girl, we both. <laughs> um, so that was really interesting. I thought I found that to be a really juicy update and a testament to, because this is something that has come up before also with our guests, like not everything needs to be perfect and tied with a bow by like mm-hmm. by the time that you're on the podcast or after being on the podcast like that's not what it's about 
It's not like, look at my wonderful life and how much I've grown and how everything is perfect now. Um, it's been a year and this thing is still <laughs> shitty. <laughs> yeah, it's like still evolving. Go figure. <laughs> so yeah, and if you want to read what Amber's like freak out post was, it is on Instagram. So we'll link to that, I guess, to her Instagram account. Because she did, sh- I remember her sharing it. That was the first like th- thing of hers that I saw on Instagram because we became Instagram friends after we recorded the podcast. And I was like, oh man, I love this woman. She's great. <laughs> She's letting it all out on Instagram. <laughs> so yeah, so that's, that's Amber's update. Amber, I love you. Thanks yeah, for being too. on the podcast. You rock. You do rock. Oh, so many updates. I know. So good. That's it. Those are our, those are our things. Yeah. Did you, you said you had something you wanted to share about why oh. you love the podcast. Did you already do that? I mostly did that. Let me find it so I can see if there's anything that I didn't already include. Well, so it came up because in one of the Facebook groups that I'm in, somebody was talking about like how we can sometimes forget our growth and the major things that we've been through and like even the most major. And she, she had been sharing that in like, we were on a call together and then she shared it on the Facebook group. And so I replied to her and I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about, because when you were talking about that, I was thinking the same exact thing (laughs) and how a year ago or two years ago, like these things that happen, they leave us and we kind of forget about them. And it could be for various reasons, like maybe it's to help us stay in the present. Maybe it's so we can experience something like a beginner again, which is really powerful and something that at least I find as a theme in my life. Maybe it's because it was painful Maybe it's because we've been reborn so many times since then that it doesn't even feel like our own experience. But that's why I'm so grateful to have the podcast. Like it was this really gorgeous moment where I was just like, man, like it's so amazing because in sharing our own stories and also in hearing people share their stories, like we, we get to think about where we were a year ago or two years ago and put ourselves in in those shoes and think about our own life or our own experiences. And it's just such a gift. It's, it's really like the most gorgeous gift. I think that I've given myself this year is this podcast and using it as powerfully as I can to really reflect on what was happening and to check in with myself and recognize how much I've grown and what's changed in my life and where we're headed. Um, Yeah. And you know, it's so funny. This segues perfectly into one other thing that I wanted to share. And that is, um, someone recently asked me if I was still enjoying making the podcast. <laughs> um, and even more specifically than that was like, you're not to the point yet where you dread doing it each week. <laughs> and I don't know. I was just like, no, that can't possibly be further from my experience. This podcast is one of the greatest joys in my life and not only in my life right now, but that I've ever had in my life. And mm-hmm. every single time that I get to show up for it, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. And every single time we hear from someone that's listening, it's a gift. Mm-hmm. And every time we get to connect with a guest, it's such a huge gift. And I think it's so interesting because I am looking to have these deeper conversations more and more in my life. And I realized Sally, what you and I've done, we just like, well, let's just create our own space to do that mm-hmm. on a consistent basis. And it's just the most gorgeous thing. Yeah, totally. I love it so and much. The other thing I want to say, and I promise this is the last thing I think, I mean, <laughs> I guess I shouldn't promise, <laughs> but I've said this to you before, Sally, many times. And it's that I am the truest 
version of myself when I'm around you. Mm. And you know that, like, I'm so much sillier and so much more open and, like, so much more playful when I'm around you. And for a really long time, it was challenging for me to be that person in front of other people. And I think if I were doing this podcast with anyone with anyone else, it wouldn't be as good. Because when I'm with you, I get to really be me. Mm. And... As our audience grows and I get to be who I really am in front of, you know, more and more people. It's just such a gorgeous gift for me to continue to feel safe embodying who I really am. And also I've received a lot of really generous and beautiful feedback from people who know me or who have known me who are just like, oh, your energy is so infectious. And mm-hmm. it's because I'm showing up as who I really am. And a huge part of the reason that I can do that is because I'm doing it with you. Mm. That's what I love about our podcast. Ugh. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! I love you, Tyla. I love you, Sally. This is so wonderful. (sighs) Oh, boy. We love you, podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Oh, Uh, my God. Our podcast like has a mind of its own like i think she has she definitely has a soul of her own and the other night i had gone to bed and at like 1 a.m over the bluetooth speakers that had been hooked up to my computer (laughs) earlier in the evening the podcast theme song started playing like at full volume in the living room it was like our podcast is having a dance party it was very strange oh gosh i love it so much Ugh. Well, if you want to find out more about our podcast, <laughs> you can go to a year ago podcast.com mm-hmm. or any of the social medias, a year ago podcast, or you can email us about anything and everything at mm-hmm. a year ago podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. Woo-woo. Keep That's... celebrating with us. Yeah. It's an honor and a gift. Yeah. And I think we're going to do these celebrations after every 10 episodes. So yeah. plan to send us all of your things that you want us to include. Cause I feel like going forward, we would love to include listener feedback more and more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yay. All right. All right. Well, Matt wants to get in the shower. Great. <laughs> so we got to get off of the <laughs> podcasting. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> all right. I love you, Sally. Love you. We love you listeners. Bye. Bye. And the light.